if you had a phone, you could set up a phone service in 2011 to provide immediate access to Hall and Oates songs when in need. And to hear Rich Girl, you had to call 716-26-Oats and press one. That is so amazing. I wonder if it's still there. Oh, we got we should try that. Should we to try hear, it right to now? hear Rich Girl? Call 719-26-Oats, O-A-T-E-S, and press one. everybody and welcome to another episode of the chris and amanda show hope everyone out there is having an awesome start to their day thank you so much for joining us here uh if you're watching the live version of the chris and amanda show thank you for hanging out with us this morning and of course if you're going to listen to the replay of this or watch the replay of this we thank you so much for spending your valuable time with us each and every single week uh for those of you new to the show my name is chris vacleo and my amazing co-host to my right, left. <laughs> no, I'm like, what? What side am I on? One <laughs> <laughs> of these, one of these sides. On the my opposite amazing side of Chris Baglio. There's Chris my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> on one of the sides. On my screen, it's always the right, so I'm always like your right, right hand person. <laughs> yeah. So if you're watching this on a TV or your phone, Amanda's on the right and I'm on the left. So to my right. But see, if I point to my right, it goes to my left. So I got to mirror it. So I got to go this way. <laughs> Which? So I get a point. I get a point. <laughs> and our, some of the our audience may not realize that we do record this live. We do this in front of a screen. We record the video. We do the audio. And I'm telling you, it is hard because I'll go to fix my hair and I'll do the opposite <laughs> side. <laughs> I know. Everything is opposite. I was like, oh, gosh, I just look like an idiot. I'm trying to swap nothing. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I know, I know. It's, it's just, there, there's, for, for those of you who are not watching the show, um, there is the visual aspect. So if you are listening to this, uh, I say, go watch the video version. So that way you can see some of the visual components that go along to this. As much as we love to keep in mind that there are just audio only listeners of the show, there is a visual component. So it may be worth some of your time to go watch the video version <laughs> and I, click the link. We think we're funny. But can you can you pop back to Joshua's uh, oh, comments? Yes. Because okay. Yeah. Did he just give us a nickname? Christopher and Manja. <laughs> <laughs> Spelled Christ and then a uh, fa. Christopher. Christopher. And, and I'm like manger, but with a manger. And a manger. <laughs> so I don't know if it's Arnold Schwarzenegger or the Godfather. No, yeah, it's just the uh, you know everything is pronounced all like uh, you know, yeah, or it's Manger. like the Amander. Hey, Amander, Amander, what, you, you get that R like just gets added to. Depending on where you're from, the A's get R's added on to them for no reason. <laughs> I like it. So, Rafa, <laughs> thank you for our very first nickname. Thank yeah, there's Manger. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I feel so legit. That's it. So legit. Hard G, hard G fam. That's it. The hard G. Manger. <laughs> Minger. <laughs> the hard G. Fam. Yeah. Christopher and Minger. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so honored. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I could say it better, we would yeah. say that. Welcome to the Christopho and Christop- Minger. 
What's the fun of manga? So <laughs> I end up saying like mango. Like it just doesn't sound cool. I'm so Michigan. You're so Midwest. It's great. I'm so, so <laughs> Midwest. <laughs> well, we appreciate each and every one hanging out with us. Uh, so, yeah, this is an example. If you're able to watch the live show, which happens on Monday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, then, yes, you can comment, chat with us, uh, ask us questions as we go, bust our chops, whatever you want to do. But if you want to – if you can't join the show, you can leave us a voicemail, and we will play it. So if you call plus one – 973-506-8009. That's plus one, 973-506-8009. You can leave us a voicemail, and we will play it here on the Chris and Amanda Show. Whatever you want to do. Give us a greeting. Bust our chops. Tell us how much you like us or hate us or I don't know. Whatever it is. Tell us some funny jokes. We don't care. We will play it on the air. Please do that. Yes. Um, we do have an anniversary coming up soon. We have our fi- Well, we had our one-year anniversary, but yeah. we're coming up on our 50th episode in about couple weeks, a, a, a handful of weeks. Yeah, and a handful like. of weeks. Thank you. I, I just math is hard. I got to write we it down. We don't know if yeah. it's one handful, two handfuls. We're working on our numbers. Yeah. I think it's like one and a half handfuls. <laughs> there, there could be a hand and a peace sign. We're not sure. Right. <laughs> we'll count. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yes, good morning, Chuck Taylor, for checking in. Thank you so much for spending your time with us this morning. We appreciate you. But yes, if you'd like to uh, have your voices heard on the show because you can't make it live, plus 973-506-8009. And of course, uh, if you like what you hear, if you like the show and you want to show some support, please head over to our Buy Me a Coffee link, which you can access the show li- which you can access in the show links or the show notes below. And Amanda, you can also commission an entire episode of the Chris and Amanda show, which means you get to pick the songs, all six of them, whatever you want. They can be different genres that you could have a bunch of friends. This is a great birthday gift, I think, for people. Great anniversary gift. You know, hey, happy anniversary. I hired Chris and Amanda to talk about six songs that mean six something. Love I don't know. Songs. <laughs> yes. Or <gasps> divorce songs. <laughs> divorce songs. I mean, everyone needs a plan. <laughs> you know what? You're not wrong. <laughs> everyone needs a plan. So use the show as you will and commission an episode of the Chris and Amanda show. You get to pick all the links, all the songs. Links are in the show notes below. And of course, we do have a merch store. So head over to there, Chris and Amanda show.com. Amanda Sharp, for those of you, for those that anybody listening to the show, first time, you're coming to our show the first time. Maybe you saw some stuff on Instagram. Maybe you saw some stuff on TikTok. Maybe you heard some of your friends talking about the Chris and Amanda show and how much joy and happiness it brings to their lives. And now you're checking us out. So, Amanda, how does the show work? Oh, Chris, thank you for this opportunity to tell about our fun show. (laughs) (laughs) You are welcome. (laughs) Chris sends me three songs. I send him three songs, but not necessarily in that order. It just gets done at some point. (laughs) We rate each other's song on a sliding scale of one to five records. One being meh, shouldn't been saying. Meh. 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 (laughs) The other five records being the highest that you can do that will be on a playlist and it's like angels singing which incidentally is one of chris's songs to me cherub rock <laughs> speaking of angels specifically <laughs> angels rocking out 
(laughs) (laughs) And uh, we have some good dialogue from those conversations, from those songs. Sometimes it gets heated. Not really. But we get some passionate thoughts thrown around occasionally. And our listeners also give us their opinion. Um, The most controversial up to this date still is Uptown Girl with Chris's two record rating. That has been the most controversial. I'm waiting for another one like that. And there just has yet to be one, Chris. You really hit a string there. Yeah. You know, um, it just hasn't happened yet. I mean, you've given me a lot of good songs and, you know, nothing has been as cheesy as Uptown Girl just yet. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll get there. I'm sure we'll get there at some point again. You know, and I do want to say, too, um, we did have a little competition going about two weeks ago, and I think everybody was looking for the update on this. So like, oh, last week we, we had so many other things to talk about. Yeah. We were Motown World and all that. Motown World. Uh, yeah, we're Motown World. But uh, so we had a little competition, a little friendly wager uh, that we wanted to see who preferred which version of Ooh La La did we, do, do, does the public like more? And uh, this was about two shows ago, and Amanda had picked had given me the Rod Stewart version of Ooh La La. Mm-hmm. And I had said, you know, not a bad version of the song to me, just very different, added a lot more. There was a lot more going on, a lot more production. I said, I preferred the original by the faces with Ronnie Wood singing. And just, I just like the stripped down nature of it. And I just, I have a, I think I have I more of a connection to that version. Yes. Which I know you're not, not a fan of it, but right. you said if you had a choice, your choice would be the Rod Stewart version as your supreme version of the yes. song. Yes. And I said, well, my version, my choice would be the Faces version. That's my supreme version of the song. So we put it out to vote. We did. On the good old IG. On the good old Instagram, yes. So I did a reel and Amanda did a reel. And the votes were had by uh, by hitting that like button. Because, you know, mm-hmm. you can only hit the like button once. Well, you can turn it on and off. But your That's vote right. only counts once. It only once. counts once. Right. So the results of that, there was a lot more Team Amanda on this so as far as this race is concerned (laughs) (laughs) amanda won because i think you had i think you finished out at like 17 or 18 votes and i think i had like 12 or 13 so it was close it was was close close. it was close despite all the the support i was getting from from chuck taylor Mm -hmm. um there was a lot there was a lot of campaigning on chuck's part (laughs) <laughs> and I appreciate it. And a, and a bunch of the other folks that we hang out with, we're, we're campaigning very hard. But at the end of the day, there was a lot of support towards Amanda Sharp's pick. So, Amanda, how does it feel to win such an esteemed uh, award, uh, accomplishment, I don't contest? What, <laughs> what did we do? <laughs> <laughs> we had fun is what we did. We did have a good fun time. We appreciate it. <laughs> uh, it, it feels really great. I did prepare a speech because I did expect to win. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> I, I expected to fully win. <laughs> no, my song, my version, just is a little happier, upbeat. So I think the people who liked my version absolutely were kind of in the Amanda lane. And the people yeah. who liked your version definitely have the Chris's lane of music listening. So it it's there just were more um, Amanda cheerleaders. However, to your point, Mr. Chuck Taylor absolutely campaigned. And what did. what did he say? With Chris, you just don't miss. Yeah, with Chris, you don't miss. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I mean, he had a blow or a little. Uh, speaker. He was a he megaphone. 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 His bullhorn. Yeah. He was. He was doing it all. So yeah, it was um, great. It was a fun competition. I look forward. Hopefully, we can do more like that because that was really fun to get our community involved. I agree. I agree. And and Joshua thought agrees with me too. Uptown Girl should have been <laughs> in negative five records. Wow. Oh my. <laughs> I <laughs> speechless. Speechless. <laughs> the great debate of Uptown Girl continues almost a year ago. Almost a year ago. <laughs> that episode was almost a year ago. The that, infamous Billy Joel episode. <laughs> what the fuck? I've been yeah. very nervous to put another Billy Joel song on, although I do understand your lane of Billy Joel now. Like I right. get it. See, I've given you, I've given you the uh what is it, the Rosetta Stone. Yes. <laughs> to, <laughs> to unlock. <laughs> yes. So I, I feel like if I'm gonna risk it, yeah. I know how. Yes, I know absolutely. how. Uh, but it was it was super fun. Thank you for all who went to our IG and gave us the votes. It was just yes. fun to hear every and a lot of people commented too on why they liked their version. And that was tons of while that didn't yeah. count as the final win. It was super great to see those comments. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And so before we go into our list, I do yeah. want to just quickly acknowledge one more person. So want to also thank uh, Stephanie Jansen for mm. having us on her fireside show. Uh, last week it was great. Uh, it was last Monday, last right? Monday. Last Monday night, and Amanda and I had an absolute blast. Uh, it was a great conversation. She talked to us. We talked all about the history of our show, the history of our very long friendship that feels like it's gone back generations, even though it's only been about a year old. But yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. If anybody wants to hear more about the story of how Amanda and I met and how we created the show and what kind of go goes behind the scenes of the show and all that, uh, definitely. Head over to Fireside, the Fireside app, and uh, check out Stephanie Jansen's uh, interview with us. We will post it um, in our um, either on our website soon, I think, or mm-hmm. we'll have it in our show notes, or uh, we'll get we'll get a link to it. But Absolutely. if you want to listen to it, and you don't know where to find it. Let us know. Happy to happy to share it. And Stephanie is so fantastic and so much fun. And she came prepared to deal with us. But I think even we still brought it so much that she was a little shocked by our <laughs> by our us. Yeah. Show was supposed to be an hour. And of course, it went over. No shocker there. <laughs> but it was such a good time. So thanks yeah. for that space. Thanks for that yes. interview. It was yes. it was great. Absolutely. A hundred percent. So we <laughs> do appreciate it. And uh, Josh Parr just checking in. I will commission every episode. So there will be never be Joel again. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Buy out the whole year. <laughs> I'm not going to say no. We'll even give you a deal. <laughs> right. We'll give you a deal. If you want to buy out every show of the Chris and Amanda show from now to the end of the year, we will give you a package deal. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's, so let's dive into, into this show. So Chris's songs to me this week were your first song, Drain You by Nirvana. Your number two pick, Cherub mm-hmm. Rock by Smashing Pumpkins. I feel like when I say smashing pumpkins, it doesn't you're, quite. You're almost like it, it's smashing pumpkins. Smashing like it's smashing pumpkins. Like smashing. <laughs> Where's my I, magic wand? Smashing yeah. pumpkins. I, I got a feeling I'm going to get the Amanda like, you know, the mom and me kicked in and said, why would you smash pumpkins? That's not very like I, I can I've hear seen, it. I, I've seen a lot of TikToks where people have made those kids clean up those smash pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> no smashing pumpkins. And your third song to me, Be Quiet and Drive Far Away by the Deftones. Yes, the Deftones making a, an appearance, on a second time appearance on the show for you because I'm not giving up on having you listen to the Deftones. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so your your song list to me this week is Mike Posner. I think I'm saying that right. Posner? Posner? Sure. I'll Posner. go with it. Uh, buried in Detroit. 
Uh, Daryl Hall and Jono's with Rich Girl. I'm a little nervous this could be uh, <laughs> Uptown Girl repeat. I was a little nervous. Well, you should be nervous. <laughs> the Judds and the Judds with Grandpa. Tell me about the good old, good old Tell me about. Tell me about the good old days. Sorry. Tell me about them. About good old days. All right. Yeah, so it's our list. Who's good. going first? I'll go first. Go? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, Ken is checking in with bro. (laughs) (laughs) Bro. (laughs) You say it very cool. Good morning, Ken. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Your first song to me, Drain You by Nirvana. Okay. I really appreciate this song just like jumps right into the business of it. Mm. It just goes. Yeah. And so my mind immediately thought, because I've done TikToks, we've done reels. It is hard to just jump into a reel at a TikTok. Like, you get awkward. Timing is hard. So now that I'm a major TikToker, not. <laughs> <laughs> Follow the Chris and Amanda show on TikTok. Follow Amanda Sharp on TikTok. <laughs> Chris Aglio on TikTok. I, I can really respect how hard that instant, like, go for it is and getting right. it right. And so to coordinate that boom and just going for it and having it like, and granted, this is the released version. Of course, it's going to be good. Right. Yeah. It's a studio version. So, I mean, there's a click and all that. Right. So, I mean, they could do it over and over and over versus live. But I really just appreciated it because I feel like that's a talent these (laughs) 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 That I had no idea was a talent. So... (laughs) It's just hard to do. <laughs> um, I just want to say, like, it's sad that he has passed away. Yes, yes. And did you know that he just, it was April 5th, 1994. So just recently it would have had that anniversary. So almost yeah. 30 years ago. I can't even believe it. I and can't I almost, even believe it because I remember when it happened and it was, I was where still were in school. You? I where was in school. You? I was going to the County College of Morris at the time. Uh, so it was a two-year school. And. Yeah, I just I remember actually driving to school and it came out on a radio mm. and I was like, what? What? I was like, holy smokes. Yeah, it was it, it was nuts. It was nuts to hear that. There was there was just so much surrounding that. And I firstly, like I tried to put 20 years down and then I did like the math because, again, we're not good with numbers here on the Chris and Amanda show. <laughs> never claim to be mathematician. <laughs> I was like, holy smokes, that's almost 30 years. Yeah, it's crazy. Which just seems so amazing that his music is still being played. I still think it's extremely relevant. Listen, I don't mm. think it's any surprise that it's not my style. Yes, I know. It it's not, not your surprise. Not your cup of tea. It's not my cup of tea. However, I have to respect the legacy that he has left within the music, the lyrics of the music. Right. And this song really made me sad because yeah. one of the lyrics are, it's it's now my duty to completely drink you. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I thought that seemed so like mean <laughs> but there's a lot of suckers out there that people just suck 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 from yeah, you a lot, of, a lot of succubuses <laughs> yes yeah and so i could i could feel that because i think as you get older you can kind of see the people who suck you dry and then right. the people who give you life yeah so it just made me a little sad to think that he was in a state that he wrote i assume he wrote the song oh yeah he writes everything and to be able to write something like that just shows you the 
the torment or the feeling that he had in his heart and his soul and just kind of right. made me sad. Um, so what is your interpretation of this song? <clears throat> you know, yeah, I mean, he definitely always wrote a lot of very personal lyrics mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, he came from, he definitely came from, a, you know, he had a lot of struggles in life, struggled with a lot, a lot of depression, um, you know, a lot of mental health issues, which, mm-hmm. you know, even during that time in the nineties was still not, as much on you know people's forefront as it is today on everybody's minds um you know and so obviously you know he turned to a lot of self-medication and and just Mm -hmm. you know things that you shouldn't do but you know when you listen back to these songs and how well they're written I, i mean it is all there and i mean he was deeply personal lyrics that he just put out there and so yeah i mean i oftentimes think of this song as you know when it says drain you like you know what perspective is he is he is he talking about himself personally or is he talking about you know, someone in particular that's been in his life. So I, I, uh, and I'm sure it's out there. I'd probably have to do some deeper research sure. on, on that song, but I'll tell you this. And this is one of these songs where, um, when you realize like he was such a huge fan of the Beatles, like he really liked the Beatles a lot. And this is one of these songs where you and to me, I hear Beatles all over this song, especially really? the way it starts. Um, I just, I feel like this is, uh, you can hear the influence a lot in, 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 especially in their, their music. And I, I think um, all through it, you, you can hear a lot of the structures, things like that, that they're very Beatles esque kind of stuff. So, you know, I, I really like this song a lot. I think, um, you know, I just think it's, it's an amazing song and yeah. And, and Ken, yeah. Best lyric. I don't care what, what you think, unless it's about me, you know, it's, it's, uh, it just, it's a great song. It's never mind for me is like one. It's, I know it makes everybody's top lists, all that, but I mean, it really is an extraordinary record um, front to back, the way it sounds, the way the songs are written, the production. I mean, everything about this record is is was pretty much, for me, it's a perfect rec- rock record for sure. So I don't know. You know, it's like, I just, I love, I think Nirvana was a great band. I think they obviously, you know, talking about, you could talk about the legacy of Nirvana forever and ever and ever, what they've done to rock music, but yeah, it's one of these songs. I think it's a deeply personal song that just really hits the right chord. And I think it is one of these things where it can mean something to different people. You sure. know, like whether you're feeling drained in the person in your life or you're talking about someone, or maybe it is something that, you know, you as a person realize how much of a drain you put on people's lives yeah. by living a certain lifestyle or mm-hmm. being caught in a in a in a whirl whirlwind or whirlpool yeah. of stuff, you know, that just like you suck everybody else into it. And it's like, yeah, you do realize you drain other people, but it's hard to stop. So, you know, I think it can mean a lot, a lot of different yeah. things, but. And there was yeah. like infection verbiage in there. Like, mm-hmm. in a, I was like, Oh, is yeah. it talking about like a needle? Like it just, it made me very sad. Like it hurt my mama heart. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. No, it's like I said, he, the guy was a, an amazing musician, but definitely a very tortured soul who mm-hmm. like, wrote about it i mean he used his pain and put it into his music and that's why i think too a lot of people respond mm-hmm. to their music you because it. you can connect because you know a lot of people feel the same way they just don't know how to say it or feel like they don't want to talk to about it and you know he put it out there for the world to hear you know absolutely and that is why we love doing this show too so much for the newer listeners that are mm-hmm. just chiming in is because music is so therapeutic yeah. I mean, Chris can absolutely tell what kind of week I've had. Absolutely by the song choices I give him. Right away. <laughs> right away. And I mean, I, I think that's, to your point, I think that's why people did just absolutely, I don't want to use the word worship, but it almost felt like that because when he passed away, I mean, 
people still wear his shirts. Yeah, well, it's it's uh, you know, and and honestly, for him to to pass away the way he did too was also like, man, the guy was crying out for help, and like, where was the help? You know, it's just it's a lot that, of things, and yeah. and you know, I don't want to start going down that road because that <laughs> this becomes a whole different show. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 something when once again when certain artists and whatever they're and however they create whatever medium they use, sometimes they're just able to really connect. Mm-hmm. with an audience and he yeah. was able to do that you know lots of people felt the way he did in, in one way or the other and you know so then you feel like you have a really good personal bond with somebody because mm-hmm. they they're like singing about the things of how, how you actually feel at this moment in time yeah and that goes a long way you know i think that that means a lot to to a lot of people obviously you know and depending on what stage you get into them right whether you're really young and you're you're um, you know, you're you're growing up, you're a teenager, you're going through a lot of things yeah. emotionally or, you know, you're an adult and there's so many different things and way people touch you. So once again, yeah. Nirvana is one of those bands that just right place, right time, um, right artist who just wrote lyrics that just really That's connected amazing. with with the generation. And he had a look that people like <laughs> too. So that's just the her look. So it was, woke, woke up out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many mama feelings about the whole package of him. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm drained. <laughs> yes. It's, it was, I, I could only listen to the song about twice just cause I felt so heavy after like listening yeah. to it. So I feel bad giving it this rating, Chris back Leo. And okay. I want to say that. And I do feel like I want to give it a different rating for the appreciation of the story and the feelings within the Mm -hmm. song himself. So I feel like three records is where my musical taste lands. Okay. But for him as an artist and being raw and actually putting his feelings out there and putting it to music and like just reaching so many people with his music, Mm -hmm. I give him five records as an artist. Okay. All right. Fair, right? Very fair. Very fair. No, listen, it's, it's uh, that's why we do the show, right? It's about exposing each other to things that we wouldn't normally go and go listen to. Right. Um, I didn't think you go. I, I knew I I had a feeling you knew at least who Nirvana was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how much I, I doubted that you actually went in and listened to their catalog be, beyond like, you know, smells like team spirit, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's uh, but that's fine. This is what the show's about. So and I think Absolutely. three records are respectable for something you don't normally listen to. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, well done, Amanda Sharp. I will Thanks. receive your three records. <laughs> Thanks. Let, let, let the record show. Three records. <laughs> drain you. <laughs> <laughs> and poor Chuck Taylor has been drained. <laughs> yeah, and Chuck Taylor's been All right. Thank you, Chuck. <laughs> so moving right along here. So your first song to me was, I'm going to go with Mike Wake Posner. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. If I'm saying it wrong, let me know. If it's a po, is it a long O, or if it's pause so i'm gonna go Pisner. but buried in detroit this was an interesting song amanda sharp it was um, and i had a specific version i yes, wanted you did, you did a specific version because when i did look there's a lot there's a few remixes of this song yeah. um some different versions so i'd never heard this song before i was actually a little um not shocked but i was like wow this is a really uh this is an interesting song for you to for you to choose so mm-hmm. Went on to the handy dandy songfacts.com and found some uh, some little backstory about this song. So I thought it was interesting. So after listening to it, so Buried in Detroit, it was uh, released on the album At Night Alone in 2016. And this is an autobiographical song that finds uh, Mike Posner singing about his hometown of Detroit. The affectionate lyrics show the linger, so does singer's attachment to his city of birth, 
Uh, Posner, who used to live in New York City, now resides in L.A., but he states here that he wants to be buried in Detroit when he dies. So and, uh, Posner wrote in a genius at- uh, contribution, I don't know exactly which cemetery or anything like that, but yeah, I think my body will go back. It is interesting. There's a cer- cemetery near near me that my piano teacher, who is a huge mentor to me, he arranged the strings I'm buried in Detroit and conducted it and wrote the piano part that I played. And he was just like a father to me. He passed away in January and he's now buried in LA in a place called Forest Lawn, which is right near my house. So, you know, I think that that's, uh, you know, when you're talking about like, where do things come from and inspiration and, mm-hmm. and, you know, how do people write certain songs? It's like, I think things like that kind of like set off like, the triggers for somebody to say, oh, you know, and then they start yeah. thinking about their own thing. So, you know, I, as, as a song itself, I thought it was I thought it was a really cool song. I listened to it a bunch of times. I like the lyrics of this a lot. I think it's really, um, you know, it's really an emotional song. Mm-hmm. And I but I but I also like the uh, just the the rawness of it, too, in, in the sense that he's just I don't know, he's just letting it out there. Like, I think there, there's something cool to be said about that. And so. And I do like the arrangement of the song. I like that it's it is very piano driven, and um, yeah, I, I like this. I thought it was a cool song. I mean, I'd never really listened to him before. Um, I don't know if all his stuff sounds like this. Actually, I'd have to. I, I think I gotta dive in a little bit more. So I'm not I'm not exactly too familiar with all his stuff, but um, the name is definitely familiar to me. So I'm sure I've heard some of his things before. Maybe I didn't know it was him, but sure. Anyway, I like the song. I thought it was cool. I added it to a playlist. Um, so I'm going to give this a four records. I actually really enjoyed this song. This was, it was, it was, it was a very interesting song. And I, I liked, I really liked the lyrics a lot. I thought that it was just very like, you know, talking about life and I've done this and I've done that, but I still want to be buried in Detroit. Like no matter all the things I've seen, all the greatness and all that, and the things I've experienced, I still want to go back home. And I think that underlying like theme, I think has a lot to say about him as a person that, you know, you always have home to go back to in that sense. And that's, you know, this is where he started and that's where he wants to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's kind of, I, I, I like that. I like that in the song. Absolutely. And I think this version, you can really hear and receive the lyrics. Yeah. Where there is a little bit more poppier version that's more popular. Yeah. It really waters down the, just the heaviness in the lyrics of the song yeah. when you listen into it that way. And so this version, uh, Marcus actually had it on one of his playlists and I was like, what is this? <laughs> because this is beautiful. <laughs> Look and, at you. Like, and he's like, Oh no, you want this one for the show. And I was like, play me that one. And he, I was like, no, 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 no. Send me the other one. <laughs> like, <you're so laughs> and it was like, yes, because versions matter to me. <laughs> they do. They most certainly do. They I know really they do have a different feeling to them um and it can be the same person singing it it's just the different music yeah. or whatever. and this song i think just the way this version it is perfect and i think there's such a great message about maybe not being buried where you came from mm-hmm. but never forgetting where you came from yes because that is what built you and so mm-hmm. i just really enjoy the message so i like your four records thank you for that you are very welcome. No, this was a cool song. I'm glad glad you sent it to me. It's uh, I I I'd like to explore more of his stuff now because I, you know, I don't know if it all sounds like that, but that was a really good introduction into him. So I'm I'm interested in hearing hearing more uh, of his music. So and thanks. honestly, when I first thought it or heard it, I thought it might be a woman. You know, I, I thought I thought so at first too. Actually, I was um, like, wow, he's got a really like uh, female quality to his voice that I just did not expect. I didn't either. And when I asked Marcus who sang it, he and he said, Mike, I was like, oh, I thought it was a woman. And so as I listen again, I can hear it. 
that it's a guy. Like I, I feel like I can hear it now, but I originally did think it was a woman. So just a great, yeah. great vocals. Yeah. Um, okay. So moving on to your second song to me. <laughs> Jared Rock. Jared Rock. What is in the beginning? I felt it wasn't cymbals, but what like no, well it's it's guitar. And then it just like slowly builds. Like it starts off guitar and then it's like and then it's like everything builds and it's like and then kicks in oh my god what a great album opener it, it, it was just totally different than drain you by nirvana you know the yes. other one just like went into it this one yeah. you warmed up into well, it well yeah so you got rainy west coast rock <laughs> and then you've got illinois rock there's so many lanes of each genre <laughs> well it's just but it's it's interesting that these bands all kind of came up around the same time but <clears throat> you know this this record was released right around the same time uh nevermind came out and you know so you just see like the differences in like where your area and like breeds you know different music styles so amazing in that scene you know the music scene in that in that area and do you ever wonder like will there ever be a day that like new music runs out nope not like you know it just seems impossible think of all the time that music has existed yeah i don't think so at all i mean i and think there's always going to be new music it's just a matter it just of blows my mind that all of the combinations haven't been done yet nope not at all <laughs> I, I know sometimes it feels like oh my god everything's been done but it just hasn't it's just it, a, hasn't. it just it has to get there on my mind yeah. and i'm really very interested to see what this new baby generation comes up with well, we'll see. I we'll mean, you see, see. we're gonna you have see to some, you see some of it on TikTok now, which is actually a great breeding ground true. to find a lot of new music. Very true. Very yeah. true. Um, okay, so what is this song even about? Oh, Chuck Taylor coming in. Music is how we celebrate. It all will always exist. Absolutely. It's just the way it's sung and written musically. Like I just, it'll be very fascinating to me. Right. So I, but back to Chair Brock. I. Really had a hard time following this song. Okay, so according to I'm going to go with the official songfacts.com, who is not an official sponsor of the show, but could be if they would love them to. (laughs) Right. So basically, here comes a little scene stuff. So, uh, according to various interviews with lead singer Billy Corgan, the song lyrics is an is an ironic attack on the indie credibility in Chicago's music scene that had him frustrated. The old complaint about bands going to major labels and becoming sellouts. In Rolling Stone, Billy Corgan said, I won't play someone else's game anymore. The album was a really strong affirmation of myself. F you. I don't care. I'm going to do this. The funny part about it is that that it's working, which says to me, I should have trusted myself all along. Mm. Um, he originally wrote Cherub Rock in a half an hour. I heard it one day while I was driving up the road, and it was one of the last songs I wrote before we did the album. The thing is, there's parts of me that wonder – what would have happened if I'd spent a four hours writing it and not done something else? How much better of a song it might have been or could have been. Um, they actually played the song live when they were musical guests on Saturday Night Live, October 30th, 1993. And um, yeah, goes on and on and on. Uh, he said he was in a dark place around the time he wrote the song. I was suicidal and I've been plotting my own death for about two months. He oh. told NME in 2011. If you ever read anything about the warning signs of suicide, one of them is you give away all your stuff, and I'd given away all of my stuff. I gave away all my records. I started giving away my guitars. 
And I started fantasizing about my own death. I started thinking about what my funeral would be like and what music would be played. I was at that level of insanity, which, by the way, would mean a man in iron scene since we did an entire um, episode on the music that would be played at our funerals. We we did, but it was more for like estate planning. <laughs> yes, it was estate planning. We were trying to live a recorded legacy for our, our loved ones, too. <laughs> yes. Chris and I are at this moment, very moment in time, mentally stable enough. <laughs> Just full yes. disclosure. Full disclosure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's so sad. Well, you know, but once again, it's like this is what you mm. know music music is about is like is um you know writing things that are personal to you, right? Songs come from somewhere. Sometimes mm. they're fictionalized, but usually you know there's mm. inspiration from somewhere. Um, but yeah, this the song Chair of Rock, man. It's a good, great. It's a great song. I I do have to say I do I found the lyrics a little scattered. Yeah, I mean that's that's a little indicative with 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 Billy Corgan, you know. That's kind of how he's very like um, interpretation lyrics, kind of a thing, you know. That's a great way of putting it because I didn't ha- I hated all I, well, I didn't hate the lyrics. Mm-hmm. The lyrics all together to me was confusing. But like if you yeah. take it into bite sized nuggets, you're going okay. I can kind of yeah. see the meaning within that. So to be honest, I really like the music of this song. Yeah way better than the lyrics itself and to yeah. me i really can be affected by music just as much i love classical yeah. i listen to that a lot right. so i can get a lot of feelings just from the music not just the lyrics so uh, it's not my cup of tea the smashing pumpkins are not my cup of tea either uh so but i it's not terrible it does not mm-hmm. deserve a two or one record i'm just going to put it in the same lane as nirvana's um drain you and do three records yeah um so I mean, really, at the end of the day, I mean, like he said, the song is about selling out. I mean, when you've got lyrics like, you know, beware of all those angels with their glued on wings or who wants a honey as long as there's some money. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it is that like statement on the indie rock scene at that point, which is funny because this was like the record that catapulted them into like the stratosphere. This yeah. record had so many rock radio hits on it. Um, to me, Siamese Dream is one of I, I honestly I put it up there as one of the best rock records ever recorded. I mean, it is up in that top ten list. I think this record sonically is unreal, and I love the songs on this record. I, I have a real deep connection with this album, um, and you know, every all I do is every this song is like that because it kicks off the album like this, and it just sets the tone for me for the rest of that record from start to finish. Uh, I, I love this band especially the this record their first three records to me are just unreal like um and this was their second record and it was just great so you know i i get what you're saying you know i i definitely would put this up as a five record song but that's yeah. just me i'm a big fan so sure. but yeah i i respect your three records I, I there's more on this record i'd like for you to explore sure like sure. and i think you probably would know some of the other songs on here that were like I big hits. bet i would yeah there, there were some other i mean this was a hit but there were other hits there were other songs on this record that were even bigger I'm than sure. this song because remember amanda had that awkward flannel stage yes the lost years oh my gosh i want to like run and find that picture yeah. but I, I just can't i just can't i'm not prepared yet <laughs> the lost the lost stage so. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll oh maybe I'll show that picture uh-huh. <laughs> for our 50th right. oh yeah you should show that picture yes <laughs> people are gonna tune in to see this terribly you and awkward. I will show our 90s pictures together how's that 
I love for our it. 50th episode. I love it. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'm committed to that. I will change our album art for that episode to be, oh you know, I always gosh. have a circle with our two pictures. I will change that and it'll I be our 90s pictures. Ever be in I'll have my mullet. <laughs> <laughs> and if someone has a yearbook that exposes it sooner, I'll be a little upset. <laughs> <laughs> Don't steal our thunder. Don't steal my thunder. That's yeah. how bad I looked. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> It was in my school yearbook picture. Why would I do that? I think we all say the same thing. We all say the same. It's the time. It was the it time. Was the time. It I was thought the time. I was cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So all right. Cool. All right. So uh real quick. So just check it in. Hope thanks everybody once again for hanging out on the live feed with us today uh, as we keep the show going. Uh, feel free to keep dropping in any comments, questions, fun fact stuff, whatever, as we go along. Uh, all the songs we've been talking about, by the way, can be heard on our Spotify playlist, which you can go over to uh, by looking at the Chris and Amanda show. Look, just look, search for Chris and Amanda show playlist 2022 or use the links here in the show notes. So your number two song to me is Daryl Hall and John Oates, Rich Girl. So um, I'm just gonna say right off the bat, like so once again, these are this is when Amanda, I love when Amanda likes to go, I don't know if Chris has ever heard this song. I'm gonna swing for fences a little bit. And I go, I like that she put this in there because she was wants to see, does Chris know this song? Is it a potential Billy Joel? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Situation. Mm-hmm. What is going to happen here? I, this is a, this is a tester song for so I'm gonna, our listeners. I'm going to throw it in there, and I'm going to I'm going to wait to hear what he has to feel. say. I need my feelers on. And so Amanda Sharp, okay. you'll be happy to know that I actually really, really like this song. I <laughs> I like I love Rich. This is a great song. There, that that the '70s version of of Hall and Oates is mm-hmm. like un. I mean, it is good. I mean, I it, listen. Oh, not everything they ever put out was great, but I like. I especially love this stuff. I think Daryl Hall's voice is amazing. So good, and he's such a talented musician. I mm-hmm. used to love when it was on. I don't know if they've moved online now, but I used to watch a live from Daryl's house on uh, what was it? IFC TV. I don't know. One of the stations used to play it, and he would like literally be. It'd be like they'd go to Daryl's house, some band, indie rock band. They would show up and they would play with Daryl Hall and they would do like a Hall and Oates song and then maybe like one of their songs. And he would sing and he'd play guitar and he's playing. I'm just like, the guy is so multi-talented and his voice is still awesome. So much soul to his voice. He is such a great singer, great musician. And, uh, you know, and the collaboration of him and John Oates is, is very good. They've written a lot of good songs together. This is one of them. So quick about rich girl this is the first hole and oat single to hit number one on the billboard top 100 and it propelled them to super stardom with this song uh the character in the song is based on a real person the spoiled heir to a fast food fortune who dated sarah allen who's daryl hall's longtime girlfriend her stories inspired uh, uh, her stories of him inspired daryl hall to write the song but he had to change the character to a girl since he was the one who would be singing it According to Hall, the original lyric was he can rely on the old man's money. He's a rich guy. So that was oh. the original. Then he switched it. It would totally have been a flop. I know. I know. Can you imagine? I no. Like yeah. just we wouldn't have even it wouldn't even be on the show. We would no, never have would. heard it. Nope. Nope. Um, it was this is the fun fact. This is the first of six 
number one songs for Hall and Oates. Really? Six number one songs. That's so phenomenal. It's amazing, right? Well it's amazing. Very, but phenomenal. Yeah. So in an interview with American songwriter, Darrell Hall revealed that the guy he wrote the song about his name is Victor Walker. He says Walker came to his apartment acting very strange, and Darrell realized that he could get away with it since his father would pay to make his problems go away. He says Walker does know the song is about him. And here is another little weird fun fact, you know, you being so into like <laughs> true crime and stuff like that. Daryl Hall was actually shocked to find out that the infamous serial killer, David Sam Berkowitz, claimed he was inspired to murder by the song. It's unlikely that this song actually compelled Berkowitz to kill as it was released after he started the killing spree. Oh, my gosh. And Berkowitz cited many influences, including his neighbor's dog, when asked why he killed. Nonetheless, it was very disturbing for Hall & Oates to have their song associated with Berkowitz. And they made the reference in this in their 1980 song, Diddy, Diddy Doo-Wop, I Hear the Voices, from their Voices album. And they have the lyrics, Charlie liked the Beatles and Sam, he liked rich girl. And much like we have a hotline, Amanda Sharp, 973-506-8009, did you know Hole and Oats had a hotline? They had a call in Oats. It was called Call in Oats. This was one of the songs available. If you had a phone, you could set up a phone service in 2011 to provide immediate access to Hole and Oats songs when in need. And to hear Rich Girl, you had to call 716-26-OATS and press 1. That is so amazing i wonder if it's still there oh we got we should try that should we to try hear, it right to now hear, go, call 719-726-OATES and press one okay. hold on slow down again okay, okay. 719-7126-26 then oats o a oh hold on oh, oh crap what are the numbers for that though okay oh okay o a okay o a t t e s <laughs> E S. And then I, you press I, I think I'm missing a number. I have seven nine two six six two eight. No, seven one seven one nine. Yeah, seven one nine two six O A T E S. My goodness. Hold on. This is this is too this good is to not try. Seven one nine. All right. Okay. All right. Let me go back again. All right. Let's okay. try this. Okay. Live on the Chris and Amanda show. <laughs> this is obnoxious. Okay. Six six two eight. I'm still missing a number. Okay, hold on. Maybe um, let me see if I can get this. Let me see. Seven one nine two six O A T E S. So it'd be seven one nine two six six two eight three seven. Two eight three seven. Yeah. Two seven. Okay. And then you're supposed to press one. Okay, so all right, let's let's try this again. You guys, this is too good to you, not. You know, you know, we're getting someone's like, hello. We'd be like, is this the Hall of Oats? Can you play Rich Girl? <laughs> I demand you. I demand you sing right. Rich Girl right now. Okay, so we've got one seven one nine two six six two eight three seven. Okay, here I go. Here I go. <laughs> I'm so nervous. Who's nervous with me? Okay, okay. Um. Whew. Okay. Okay. Welcome to Call and Oats, your emergency Hall and Oats to hear one-on-one, please press one. To hear Rich Girl, please press two. To hear Manita, please press three. You're a rich girl, and you're gone too far, because you know it's going out of anyway. Chris! It works! I'm going to turn it off just so we don't get copyrighted. Yes, 
still works. Right. It still works from 2011. Whoa. <laughs> we are going to... That is yes. amazing. <laughs> we will put that number in the show notes. Yes. I, oh, my God. How it's great. Do we, how do we continue on with the show after that? <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it works. It so works. It's great. Oh. Call it Colin Oates. I can't even. That's amazing. It's the best. Thank you for that. And it was helpline. Like I got a little nervous at first when I heard I know. I've heard, and it was like the helpline. I'm like, oh my God. Like, did we I just call like, it I EMT just called 911. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so serious. A, a health and wellness check is going to start coming up. I know. <laughs> the door in a second. Well, what a treat this morning. Hall I love that it's still in effect, considering you could just listen to Hall and Oates music anywhere, anytime you want, but you could call in specifically for the helpline. And the build up because of the number issue like was so, was so great. It was so worth it. It was so perfect. So, oh my gosh. With okay. all that being said, Rich Girl is an lexicon of amazing oh. songs. It's an amazing, it's a well-written song. It's a fun song. I defy anybody to not like this song. This is five records. It is a five-record song. Done. I See, this is where, like, I wasn't quite sure I'd get, I didn't think I was going to get five records from you from this song. So I am beyond thrilled. Well, you are. And I just gifted you upon the- Thank you. For the the five records and the hotline. (laughs) Colin Oates hotline. (laughs) I, I am like- I'm saving that in my phone. <laughs> I love it's like one rich girl, two man eater. Like I want to hear the lineup again. <laughs> the different songs. Well, we'll do a reel about this after oh the God. show one yes, day. Like we we'll have, have to do that because that's yeah. fantastic. We'll do a, a or a IG live. Yeah, call and oats. Helen Oates' helpline. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Uh, how do we even move on to our third songs after that? Uh, but I guess we right. need to. Well, all right. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> okay, I'll try and be very quick. Uh, your third song to me, Be Quiet and Drive Far Away um, by the Deftones. Um, so I actually didn't like the regular version of this. You went and found the acoustic version, didn't you? You know I did. <laughs> I knew you did. I, I was just going to say, like, there is another version of this song that I think you might like. but And I have to say, so I... It's very interesting. I really like the acoustic version a lot. I didn't like the other version. But did you – I don't have a lot of notes on this other than to me when I looked at the lyrics. Did you know that the whole song that is, what, over four minutes long mm-hmm. only is 64 words? Yes. And of those 64 words, the last 24 words repeat. Mm-hmm. So there's only really 40, like, word words. Yeah. In the song. And I look so at that, great. and every time I see stuff like that, I go, how do we not have <laughs> a hit song? A jingle or a hit song. <laughs> we definitely need a jingle. Because the more and more I listen to other podcasts, they all have great jingles. We need a jingle. We, we need one. In anyway. my head, I think I came up with one in my sleep. And I like got to write it down. Didn't write it down. And I was like, what were those words? You have to write that down. I have to write it down. Yeah. James is saying words, words. Yes. Mm -hmm. Words, words matter. James Scott. (laughs) Got to write it down. We need a jingle. (laughs) We need a jingle. So um, the acoustic version, I'm going to give three records. I think it was very good. The other version, I'm not going to write. I didn't really care for it too much. I had a hard time even like hearing the lyrics with the original version. 
It's as if Chino, I'm man. To death themselves. <laughs> Chino is the best. Chino Morano. <laughs> it's the best. Can, He's the I best. Can, I could hear the, the actual lyrics a little bit better acoustically. Oh my God. It's such a great song. Such a good song. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. But all coming in this week for you at three records. Hmm. I don't know if that's a surprise. Not a surprise. Three, three, three. Boom. I was, ho- was hoping. I was hoping to penetrate the. Well, with the acoustic version, it got there. Yeah, but there's I another. More, I got more distracted about the word count. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> words matter, everybody. Words matter. <laughs> Just know, all artists out there, Amanda's counting your words, and if you don't have a hundred plus words, you're getting a three rating. Well, think of a talent that someone can make a hit song off of 64 words. That's right. It was 24 a hit of which repeat over and over. This it was a hit song. This is, this is one of the Deftones' most beloved songs. Well, that's a wonderful thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I will I will accept your, your three records for Deftones' Drive Far Away. Although the acoustic version, you'd probably give like what four records. Five I records? think that's fair. I, I need okay. to listen to it a couple more times, all right. um, without obsessing over the lyrics. Okay, all right. <laughs> very fair. So that wraps up my '90s edition versions of songs. Because all these songs are from the '90s. I was feeling very '90s when I put this list together, and I was I like, like "I'm going into the '90s hard rock. That's what I'm doing." You did good. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, all right. So your final song to me. Final song to me. You know, and I'll I'll be fully honest. This made the list just because I'm feeling a little sentimental. I, I was just gonna say I know because we just lost uh, we lost one of the Judds. Yes, we did. Um, over two weeks two ago. Weeks we, ago. Two weeks like, ago. Yeah. Two weekends ago. Sick. Yeah. Two weekends yeah. ago. <laughs> um, yeah. It's. Uh, I, I had a feeling that this was a bittersweet pick for you, so it's yeah. very nostalgic and emotional. Um, but. Uh, I, I will say, and I know that over the weekend they did the the country award. I don't know. There was mm-hmm. some kind of tribute to her just this past weekend, I think. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. I mean, listen, no, no doubt the Judds left an amazing legacy in the world of country music, and uh, you know she's she's definitely going to be missed. I mean, there, there's there's no 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 uh, no two ways about it. Um, this song in particular, though. So we're talking about the Judds, Grandpa. Tell me about the good old days. Mm. And uh, this was a song written by Jamie O'Hara and recorded by the Judds. It was released in January 1986, which I was a little like, once again, you know how I feel like I'm getting a little bit better. But I'm like, sometimes I hear country songs. and yeah. I, I just can't pinpoint when this was written or recorded sure. simply because I just don't listen to a ton of country. So I don't know right. exactly. So when I was like 86, wow, I thought this would be more of a 90s type sure. song. So sure. I was off by a decade. Um so this was the second single from the album, Rockin' with the Rhythm, and this was their sixth number one song on a Billboard magazine hot country singles chart. And uh, members of the Western Writers of America chose it as one of the top 100 Western songs of all time. Did you know that? I did not know that. That's, that's, so an, amazing, that's an amazing uh, that's an amazing accomplishment. To uh, what what an honor to be uh, to be voted. And I'm saying that seriously. I'm not I'm not being facetious or no I mean, no. I, Chris, I no. think. It, yeah, they're, they're just so impressive and their harmonies are just so good. Yeah. When you talk about amazing duos, especially in the world of country, I mean, I, I you know, uh, even not being a hardcore country fan, mm-hmm. 
even I know that the Judds made a serious are a huge contribution and are one of the best out there in, in the world of, of country music when you come to musical duos and yeah. the way they harmonize and just you know what a great combo, you know, and it's, it makes it even better their their family, you know, mother, daughter, mother and daughter. Just, what a great story there. Um, so the song is about the decline and abandonment of traditional values, the hectic lifestyle of the day, and how progress isn't always positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, pointing exactly to the lyric, uh, they call it progress, but I just don't know. You know, which sounds like such a grandpa thing to say. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, the song won Grammy Awards for both the Judds in Country Duo Vocal Group category and O'Hara in the Country Songwriting category in 1987. So they took two Grammys home for this song. Uh, the song was covered by Daniel Bradbury uh, during season four of The Voice. Melinda Schneider and Bessie Cole covered it on their album, Great Women of Country, in 2004. Mm-hmm. And Dave Fenley covered the song as a single in 2020. And I believe Chuck Taylor, who I – oh, he did say Dave Fenley. Sorry. So check out Dave Fenley's version of Grandpa, which I, I will, Chuck. Um, I, I will definitely I have to, to check that. that out. Yeah, I mean, I and that's why I like sometimes too is like when you look up the songs, they go, "Oh, here's who covered it." Mm-hmm. I'm like, I would have never known that if I didn't if I yep. look it up. So, listen to the song a few times, and you know, obviously, I think the Judds have a very trademark vocal sound. It just, yeah, I, I, you know, can't say it enough how how unbelievably gifted and talented um, they are, especially on the song. I, you know, I, I definitely would. I feel nostalgic for the song in the sense that you know, I. Any time I hear anything with grandparents in it, I get a little like yeah. sentimental, and I'm like, you know, there's definitely parts of this song I can hear my own, my own, you know, grandfathers have said, you know, to me in the past and things like that. So I, there's yeah. there's definitely a connection there. So I mean, it's it's hard to say that oh, this song isn't good or anything. Like I I wouldn't say that. I think the song is very good. Mm-hmm. It's very well written. I mean, obviously, it's you know, it's won awards. The Ameri- the Western Writers of America chose as the top 100 songs. So there's something to that. Um, I'm not a huge country fan, as everybody knows, but I do appreciate good songs and good songwriting when I hear it. And I feel like that while I may not go towards this song mm-hmm. all the time, I can appreciate what it's done for music and just them in general. And, you know, I am feeling a little sentimental, so mm-hmm. I, I'm going to throw that in there as well. So sure. for me, <clears throat> it would probably be a 3.5 maybe normally, mm-hmm. but because I'm feeling all all the feels with the song the and the feels. duds. I'm, I'm very full with emotion. I'm gonna give it a four records because I think at the I end like of the that. day, <clears throat> it still is a very very well written song. And um, you know, and I and I may go back and listen to it. Like I said, I don't listen to a ton of this stuff, but mm-hmm. you know, the duds are probably something I should explore a little bit more. I mean, they've had a lot of great songs, and you know, and I think for the most, and they also they always have like good positive messages. And I, I just like you know, I think they always have they explore good themes too. So, um. Yeah, that's it. I'm gonna give. I, I I will give an official rating of four records for the judge, Grandpa. Tell me about them good old days. About them on good old day. And I would have absolutely threw in a Judd song last week, but we were focusing on Motown, so it didn't seem appropriate. (laughs) So I go, okay, this week for sure it's going to make. And Grandpa by far is one of my favorite songs of the Judds. I just think it's one of my karaoke songs that I do when I used to go karaoke. (laughs) And I'm just going to put it out there. I'm trying to do tiktoks and ig reels and have my voice be singing with the actual music and i can't get it to work so i need something apparently because it ain't working yeah i think what you're gonna have to do uh, we'll have to talk about this off air because 
I love to make a fool of myself on our IG and our TikTok of me singing our songs that we talk about on Mondays, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna you got you may have to do a little editing. I'll to, I'll to show you. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Can I make myself sound even better? <laughs> yes, you can. Well, edit yes, away. You <laughs> yes, you can. Uh. <laughs> what? Get ready, folks. Get ready, everybody. Get ready. Strap in. Here Strap we go. Strap in. Buckle up. I'm about yeah. to go crazy. Yeah. Well, that uh, that just about wraps it up for our show today. I mean, those are our, those are all our official ratings. Good show. Great, great song lists. I think um, we learned a lot. We learned about calling oats. That's the biggest takeaway from today is calling oats that you can dial calling oats songs as a helpline wherever. Great. What a, what a revelation. That absolutely takes the cake of yeah. like what happened in this episode. Like right. what a fun treat to do it. Amazing. I, if you want to know how our brains process numbers, just rewatch how we were trying to figure out the phone number. <laughs> And you have an actual visual of what yeah. happens in our brains. Amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna, I will be so embarrassed when I watch that back. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Taylor coming in and saying yay with question marks. Uh, yay. <laughs> yay. Yeah. <laughs> yay this show so is great. ending. <laughs> yeah. I don't could be gay so many things. So, all right. Well, well with that, I want to thank everybody who's checking in with us and watching today live. Uh, thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Chuck Taylor. Thank you, Ken Ventry. Thank you, uh, James Scott, for checking in with us today. Um, we appreciate you guys helping and supporting the show. And, uh, you know, for anybody else out there that's watching or listening, uh, please make sure you share, like, follow, subscribe, wherever you're listening or watching the show. Uh, because we want to keep it growing, and that's one of the best ways to keep it growing. Once again, if you want to have your voices heard, do you agree? Do you disagree? Beyond just leaving comments in the post, call us. I'm telling you, it, you can call us just like we called call it oats. You can call <laughs> us plus one nine seven three five zero six eight zero zero nine plus one nine seven three five zero six eight zero zero nine. Leave us a voicemail. We will play it on the show. Good, bad, indifferent, irregular, whatever. We don't care. Just leave us the voicemail. Maybe one day we'll have a helpline too. <laughs> Maybe we'll have a helpline too. Chris and Amanda helpline. <laughs> Dial one for Fantastic. Amanda. Dial two for Chris. <laughs> Dial one to hear mom say, good job today. <laughs> yes. There you go. I think I think we've got something here. <laughs> all, all, all Amanda-isms. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough numeric numbers for that. Yeah. <laughs> and good show, Chris Baglio. <laughs> good show, Amanda Sharp. And of course, if you'd like to support the show, please over to her buy me a coffee link uh which you can get in the show notes or the uh the video description below buymeacoffee.com backslash tcas and <laughs> dial three to get bullied <laughs> chuck taylor dial three taylor to get bullied. Yeah. dial three to get bullied all right coming in hot all right i bully chris one time to do the chris and amanda show with me and i'll never live it down <laughs> <laughs> just once and look what happened just once and here we are yeah. Um, <laughs> if you want to commission an episode of this show, once again, go over to buymeacoffee.com backslash TCS, and you can commission your whole episode, your own episode mm -hmm. of the Chris and Amanda show. Pick all six songs, whatever genre, whatever you want. We will review it. We've done them before in the past. We're looking forward to doing them again. So please do that. Um, if you are an independent artist and would like your show featured or your music video featured, we're happy to talk about it. You can also select that too, by heading over to buy me a coffee and whew, if you want to become a sponsor of the show, 
uh, email us at the Chris and Amanda show at gmail.com. We do have a little price list going on. So if you want to sponsor the show, whether by episode or become a title sponsor, mm-hmm. hit us up the Chris and Amanda show at gmail.com and buy some of our merch over at the Chris and Amanda show.com. Chris and Amanda, sure. Chris, Chris and Amanda you, forever and ever and ever. <laughs> you checked all those boxes so well. Bravo. Thank you. Thank You're you welcome. very, very much. All right. Well, with that, everybody, thank you all so much for watching and listening. Once again, we will see you next Monday on the Chris and Amanda show. Be here with us live Monday, 8.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Amanda Sharp, any last words? This was just so fun. I am going to probably, full disclosure, call the hotline again. (laughs) (laughs) You and I both. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Mark. Coming in with a great show. We appreciate it. Don't forget to call the (laughs) helpline. Call it out. Call it oats. <laughs> and then somebody commented, I think Amanda's leaving out the E and Oats. I don't doubt that I absolutely do that. <laughs> it was hard though. We were trying to we were trying to figure this out. So. <laughs> All right. Oh good. <laughs> we're done. Show's over, everybody. <laughs> See you guys. Time. Have a great rest of the week. We'll talk to everyone soon. See ya. <laughs> I can't stop laughing over calling it. <laughs> get notified every single time we drop a new episode of the Chris and Amanda show, just hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to follow us over on TikTok or Instagram at the Chris and Amanda show. <laughs>